Drew Rosie. Do you know how long it's been? Oh, dude, it's been so long. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's been it's been almost uh, and it, well, I mean, it's been a whole year. <laughs> December. Yeah. I I I don't feel bad but at the same time i do feel bad and i think you should you should be feeling the exact same way yeah i don't feel bad but at the same time i'm glad we are starting again yes yes and are we gonna keep doing this every week hopefully (laughs) yeah i don't know that's we i almost feel like we should just set ourselves up for success and just say we'll do it every other week Mm, and see how that goes and then if we're if we, you know, once we get into the groove of doing it every yeah. other week, then potentially adding every week. Okay. Yeah, that's actually kind of what I was thinking. Um, as as I said, every week, I was like, oh, my gosh. Every yeah. Week's. Every week <laughs> would be a lot. Like, like, yes, I want that. Very much so. <laughs> I want to give I want to give the few people that are listening – 100 much yeah 110 percent right yes oh, yes yeah. well actually if it was 110 it would be two a week but but 100 percent is one a week <laughs> right 93 80 two weeks and then 50 percent is yeah right and 50 percent is doing every other week <laughs> yeah it's, so it's a bit of a drastic we're gonna give it a strong, a strong a strong 50 percent yes <laughs> mm. Um, Well, while you hit the intro music, I'm going to actually go grab my note because I remembered I left it on my desk and it has a couple talking points that we can use potentially. Sure. Sure. I'm going to grab that. Sure. Be right back. Okay. Yeah. Um, What Drew doesn't know is I'm not going to hit the intro music. I'm actually just going to play it right, right now. Okay. Okay, I know I just stopped the intro music midway, but I just wanted to say that, 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 shoot, just keep playing. Okay, I got it. I'm actually on the phone call with you constantly, (laughs) (laughs) so I know everything you say. Oh, oh, (laughs) right, right. Okay, well, we just interrupted the intro music twice now i love it (laughs) so we're just gonna i'm just gonna keep i'm just gonna keep playing i mean you can say we interrupted it twice but also it really just depends on how you cut this together well i think it'll be i think it'll be funny if like midway through (laughs) the intro music it is welcome back to conversations No, you know, so I have, for the, for the viewers, we've upgraded a little bit in that Will and I do not, Will and I do not live in the same location anymore or in the same city anymore. Living together. Yeah. There you go. Right. Right. So our, where I used to have an office space, uh, I do not anymore. (laughs) It is currently, um, I guess I could take a side desk. I want to. So as as I guess as we're talking about upgrading, because everyone loves hearing about this, um, 
since since we're talking about upgrading maybe potentially a website coming soon and speaking of i'm going to take a picture of what drew's desk now looks like oh no uh, and then i'm going to put it in i guess the show notes that's a thing <laughs> is that what they say I'm trying, so is that what the big I have the to, big podcast people say i have to keep my phone away from the microphone <laughs> Oh, because you keep getting interference that way? Feedback, yeah. That's, that's oh, a, right. That's a great photo. That is a great hanky-danky photo if I've ever seen one. You know, <laughs> let's play a game. Let's play what in Will's room gives off the most feedback. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to start with this. That gives us no feedback. That was my Hue lighting system. Let's try my computer. And uh, Nothing. Okay, so just my phone. All right. Yeah, that, that would be because your phone is emitting all kinds of different Drew, nobody, frequencies. Listen, we've already talked technical for the first 10 minutes of this. Yeah. And no one's going to want to hear any more. So I need you to shut up and let's talk about cameras. So, so <laughs> just to continue the up, update, just so everybody knows what's, uh, what's yes. happened. I yes, live in Pennsylvania now, uh, <laughs> for better or for worse. I, it's funny because we've only had three episodes. I know, Two yeah. Of them are barely an episode. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other one was kind of like I was listening back. Big life changes bad, have man. happened, folks. It sounds, <laughs> and <laughs> we just—it's kind of funny how how we're treating this update corner, update section. I shouldn't say corner; that's a different podcast. <laughs> update section. <laughs> shout, shout out to reply shut up! All. Shut up! No! 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 Okay, fine fine it's hello internet <laughs> also a good one yes yeah that's right it's um, yes 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 it is hello internet has all the corners both of those are excellent podcasts that you should probably right. well, be listening to think... before this one <laughs> no so well, I, actually no you know why i say no because if they listen to this one they're gonna go to that one and appreciate it so much more that's very true. You they're should gonna, definitely to, listen to the end of our episode and then go listen, listen to theirs listen, as yes, a quality comparison. Yes, and and you will clearly see who's in the winning. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, so since we have um we're doing update uh section, not corner, update section, I think it's funny because we care so much about updating people when no one are nobody knows <laughs> to begin with, like who we are. <laughs> I know we care this about. is yes this is <laughs> it's like the updates dumb <laughs> they almost but, don't mean so yeah I guess but I, like, I guess what we're really doing is setting the stage of like this is who we are this is where we are and but does, this is what does we're anyone doing. care of who we are and what we are probably not but you know it might be or nice probably. to listen to in like 50 years when we're about to that's not a bad idea kick okay. the bin you, you do know? your all right you do your update and then I'll do mine yeah, yeah. And then, and then we'll, and then one year from no five. Uh, hey Google, remind me in ten years to listen back to episode, was this three episode three of uh what is it conversations with Drew and Will. Okay, I don't think I got it, but that's cool. <laughs> August nineteenth, twenty thirty. There we go. <laughs> wow, mm. what a day. Mm. it's gonna be <laughs> 10 years from today we're gonna listen back and continue with your update yeah we will be old men then older men and we, if we're 20, still podcasting 31. by then that would be 
awesome. Dude, dude. Oh, congratulations to us. Let's just can we have a moment of silence for us and in how much future, work we just put saw in a this quick hand of applause for future us. Jeez, man. Ten years. Wow. Okay. First off, couldn't have done this without you, Drew. You know, <laughs> ten years. This has been this has been awesome. Really great, great run, man. <laughs> What if one of us dies before the <laughs> ten year mark? <laughs> um, I mean, I'll play this at your funeral. How does that sound? <laughs> this specific part. I just want to say sorry to all the folks that just had to witness slash listen to this. Uh, anyways. <clears throat> yeah, us later, the only ones. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of who we are. I'm Drew. Rosie, and, and this is Will, and you're listening to conversation. Yeah, this is our podcast. <laughs> basically, doing this for ourselves, uh, as a, as a fun little yeah, as a fun little documentation bit, and then like when Drew dies, I'm gonna play this as funeral, right? As well this as the, like as we age, we have Drew. something to look back on uh, in so our lives. We're gonna keep we're gonna keep name naming or titling our podcast with like. Oh shoot! Awesome. It's gonna be. <laughs> you're so excited. You're playing our previous it's gonna be episode. It's going to be called episode four, and then bracket the funeral bracket. <laughs> Yikes! We're going to keep naming it like that because I like I like your naming. Brackets. Oh, I do have a have yes. Well. That's it. <laughs> that's what I meant. That's what I meant. That's very yes. Yeah, I'm about. That. I love it. It's fun. I like. It. <laughs> Yeah, I try to put something that's like in the episode in there so that I remember what happened. <laughs> that's purely for me. That's how but, like I feel like a lot of good things get named. It's like you do something not thinking, more of maybe out of necessity. And right, it's it like, just oh, makes this sense. Is what's, this is what yeah, this is what it's gonna be now. And I and I think it's great. <laughs> I think it's a great naming system for our, our episodes. No one else is no listen. No one else is doing what we're doing right now. Dude, we're breaking <laughs> not, the boundaries. Not Joe Rogan. Not not. Oh gosh, I just uh, reply all. Hell, no, no one's doing what we're doing. Yeah, you know it's also fun. We can't be what? demonetized or have our sponsorship no, pod- ripped away from us. It's a podcast. Right, it's a podcast, well, but also we don't have any of those things. Yeah. So. Well. Our, 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 um, I guess that's, we're not this making is money our, anyways. Se- <laughs> I guess this is season two of uh, conversations. Season, well, season two. one. We- <laughs> oh shoot, dude! Did you? Oh, I just remembered. We recorded an episode on New Year's Day. New yeah. Year's Eve. We never put and it we up. Talked- <laughs> this is really funny. And we just talked about, I guess, the year. And we had, I remember writing down topics. We were, I, I guess, were you house sitting for the Monfantes? That, is that, that where we, we recorded doing? it? Yes, I remember recording there, but I don't remember why. I must have been there. Like. I think that's what it was, and we did a recap, and then we had Noah midway. We called Noah midway through to sponsor our show with a meme. Ah, oh, excellent. <laughs> we might yes, need to revisit that, that sponsor. <laughs> oh, dude, it's, we should. All right, we're definitely just gonna call him midway through of this. Yeah, I mean, I fear, I fear, ugh. I hear. I water. Dude, go get yourself some water. 
I hear that he has some hot material, and uh, from what I can tell, his material continues to flourish. Yes, so, yes. That's yes. good. Keep talking. Um, yeah, so the idea of this podcast, if you're just joining us, because you probably are, if you're probably. listening to this, is that we're two guys that are friends, uh, and only friends, <laughs> we're just just friends, uh, just to clarify, <laughs> just friends, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, we like to talk about tech things, and life things, and potential ideas hey, for hey future businesses, but generally, they don't happen. I hate that my voice is so high. But oh, it's fun okay. to talk about them. So we're putting them here so that we can listen back to them later. Uh, and if you enjoy any of it, then... Please subscribe. Please yeah, start, subscribe. We need start every... listening. Listen, if you subscribe to this channel, I personally will eat my own boot. Yes, steel toe and all. Every subscriber gets one boot. I have two boots, so we're going to get two subscribers. <laughs> I can guarantee you he will not eat his boot, but you should still you know subscribe. What? That's a valid point. I probably won't. But if we get uh, if we get 500 subscribers, then we will make a boot cake and eat it. That and, I can. And we'll, and, you know, and by then, I'm pretty sure we're going to be on like episode 100 and we'll have someone transcribe all our episodes. Cool. And so we can just take that transcription and put it on the cake. Oh, won't that be nice? Yeah, all 2,000 words written on the cake. <laughs> <laughs> so to start Word us off, because we've uh-huh. kind of jumped around for Shoot, a little bit. Hey. We have a problem with our sponsor. I just remembered. How are we going to call Noah? Well, I just loop him in. Oh, right. Okay. That works. But wait, are you, you have to record your phone, right? Yes. So you'll just have to be, you'll just have, um, I know, I know. You'll just have to mute yourself, I guess. For when he ha- when he gives his sponsorship speech, right, you'll just that have sucks. to mute your side, your okay. uh, phone, mic, my phone. But I so can you'll still, talk. still you'll still hear it, and you can still talk <laughs> because your mic will pick it up. We <laughs> just won't know what you're saying. Like a road. Uh, okay, cool. Um, but you can set it up midway recording, or we'll have to pause recording. Maybe we'll, we'll probably have to cut this all out. No, but, so yeah. I'm still recording the channel that had my oh, phone gotcha, on it. Gotcha. I just yeah. unplugged it because mm-hmm. I didn't I I wanted to have you on my AirPods for right. me too. <clears throat> the listening. Uh, not AirPods. Yeah. Okay. How funny would it be if you had a Google phone and Apple AirPods? That Ben did that. My brother. Nice. He did that. He had a Samsung S7. <laughs> With his AirPods. <laughs> That's awesome. Kinda, I mean, it worked. I was like, all right. That, I mean, you do you, man. Fair enough. Or don't. I don't really care. <laughs> um, but yes, technical aside, this is us. You Did you did you want to continue your update or did you want, because I feel like it's, you want, you, I think you want? I've updated enough, you know, I'm working okay. in Pennsylvania, c- civil engineering. You don't have a studio you know? anymore at don't. my place. 
I don't have a co-working um, space anymore. It was delightful see, while me, it lasted. It's been a, it's been a whole year, dude. I mean, I like I almost died on my skateboard. I went to Norway. I got a new job. I um um I got a new car. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I don't have any new friends. That's been pretty You almost insane. died again? <clears throat> well, when was the second time? Uh, you got a new hobby, got into road biking. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. <clears throat> yes, biking's great. <laughs> totally. <is> <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> yes, yes, got into biking. Oh, man, biking has been a real game changer, but also... Yeah, it's kind of funny because I've like found disappointments within biking because I got to the point where like I was riding two months almost every day, like four to five days, about 15 miles a ride. And and then when I got my new job three, uh, two, two week, two and a half weeks ago, I had to stop doing biking altogether except for on the weekends. And that's just been kind of a disappointment. And this is so because cool. you don't enjoy biking at night. Right. Or and, and I've tried, ridiculously look, I, early. Listen, I've tried to bike in the morning. I, I have. And it's just, <laughs> there's something in me that doesn't want me to do that. I, I can't. Just a little internal voice that's you know, saying, no. You know? Well, it's not, I don't think it's, it's not a voice. For ev- I think it's, it's not for everyone. I think it's more of like a, a heavy blanket that just weights me down. And I open my eyes and. The blanket doesn't move, so. Oh, yeah, no, that's definitely why I do not work out in the morning. If I'm going to work out in the morning, go for a bike ride right. or something of that sort, I have when to I have somebody else right. that's also yes. going, so and I then with, I will definitely get up and go for a right. ride. I went with Jay and Noah. I biked with them twice in the morning, and we woke up at, like, 6, and we just did it. I mean, it was great. felt good. I mean like having to be able to just knock that out and then which was cool about those rides is that i would go with um ride 20 miles and then i would ride the 15 miles uh seven miles there seven miles back from the gym so i got my gym time and like 30 miles on top of that so that was fun i miss i miss not having to work (laughs) but yes so that was my that was my recap the fact that i almost died my first time almost dying was on a skateboard you now have a helmet not much yes yes now i wear helmets that's fun um also i don't you have not been on that skateboard in a long time i haven't and it's funny because i i think about that every time i leave my room because it's on my wall and i'm looking at it right now and i kind of think yeah i haven't been on in a while i don't know i mean more of like i've just been focused on like trying to make more 3d images and trying you to need, you need somebody else that also has one or has something oh, similar that's that writable would be, that would be fun that's the problem like you just going out and doing something well, is fun it, but right it's not I need nearly more of like as a fun reason. if you have if unless you have someone with you and then it's like oh yeah this yeah. is this is great we can go yeah, cruise like, around and get lunch and right 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 exactly it's like you know if we i'll just it buy a one or, wheel And then we can go I mean, cruise you've only around. Been talking about it. I mean, you've only been talking about it for like two years. Yeah. 
See, the problem is if I buy a one wheel, then you're going to buy a one wheel. No, actually, that's that's <laughs> I would really no, because I, I would buy I really want to buy a new computer because um, uh, I'm, I'm starting to get more and more into the CGI stuff. And it's like, well, if this is the, if this is my life, this is what I need to do. Um, or buy a new camera. That would be fun. <laughs> Dude, I was looking at the uh, Sony A7, A7S Mark III, and oh man, that thing looks, it, it makes it makes me cry a little bit, because like, I don't have that, you know? Mm. Yeah, dude, it's got- the, the sensorless, or not the sense the sensorless. That's where that's where I hang out. Sensorless, I'm mean, um, all, of all the film. digital. Yeah, all all film. Yeah. No, the um, mirrorless cameras are really kind of yeah. stepping up the game. It's really awesome. Oh man, I mean they've really. It's kind of, well, it's kind of weird that there there had there was a a uh, a difference between mirrorless and mirrored because to be honest, there's not a whole lot different. I mean, the only thing that I, I mean, the fact that there is no mirror, but like, you're getting a better, like the, the like the only thing that the mirror, the sensor could be the exact for, same, right? That's what I'm saying. So like, the only thing that, that the mirror itself is used for is so that you can look through the lens, yeah, like total accuracy. With the mirror mirrorless ones, you would look through it and it wouldn't look good. You right. Know? It, so it, here's why pixelated. I say the the quality is finally catching up. The companies that are small that were just kind of getting into it and they were kind of starting this new thing by having these mirrorless cameras. Uh, I don't know. Are if, finally like well, getting better. Were mirrorless cameras started by small companies or were they started by like Canon and stuff? Well, I mean, kind of a lot of companies had some kind of mirrorless camera or maybe it wasn't a mirrorless, but it was like Panasonic a rangefinder. Or G one was released in two thousand in Japan, October two thousand eight. It was a micro four thirds, and that was the first mirrorless camera commercially marketed. I mean Panasonic's a pretty pretty good brand. <laughs> yeah, but I mean I guess I guess when I look at like when I look at uh top photographer and videography brands generally it's like canon or nikon and then sony and panasonic but like they generally have like a little bit of a lag i don't know maybe this is just my mind but right in the past but the thing is i don't think that's the case anymore right well the thing is like you said the you're it's it's a sensor you know when it comes down to it it is the sensor and the glass that you put on the front of the camera and everything else is a bonus you know i mean you look at film you know the the film stock is essentially the sensor and the lens is is you know a lens and everything else that's on it you don't really need (laughs) so i i mean panasonic in 2008 like if we look, I mean, uh, even that, but like the, the, the thing that I'm even, even though it was 2008, like if we look at Canon first, uh, mirrorless camera, 
it was released not telling me off the bat. <laughs> like, there, I don't... Okay, it doesn't... Oh, 2000... Okay, so it was 2012 that the first canon mirrorless... So, I mean, that's... Was it 2020? In 2012, I think, was around the time that the 5D Mark II was released, if I'm not wrong because that's actually when the first ooh this is actually really fun the 5d mark ii was the first dslr to introduce um video to dslrs and uh vincent lafayette who is now more of a film director than a photographer but at the time he was really into photography and canon was showing him the new 5d mark ii and they were like oh check out this you know check out this camera it does all these cool things and then he was like well what about this this video thing and they're like oh it's just something that they added on he's like no this is really cool so he actually uh i think he he talked to someone about making a video and so he just ended up just making you know one of the first short films on a dslr and once he did that bunch of people saw what he did and he talked about it and saw and that's when people saw like the potential that DSLRs had being able to have that depth of field background look with, uh, you know, I mean, it was the closest thing that you could have that also, that was also cheap and was close to looking like a movie, you know? So Vincent Lafayette was the guy that started that. And that what, and that's why Canon is, I wouldn't say they are on top of the video game, but were, uh, for the budget DSLR. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, no, I totally agree. And so now you have those bigger companies that have that solid glass behind them and really good color right. science right. behind right. their software. That, yeah. And they're now starting to get into the mirrorless game, which you're right. It's not like know. the, it's not like the hardware is changing that much. It's just they're mm-hmm. swapping out some mirrors for some high quality small screens, right? And right. and it's that not, just allows yeah. them to shrink everything down, <clears throat> right? Right. Yeah. Uh, and I think I mean I'm I don't I'm not on top of the mirrorless realm right now. I think when I was there definitely was a point where I kind of started switching away from like I kind of felt like I had a good grasp on like what the camera market was looking like at the time, which was probably about four, three, five, four years ago. And that's when I, like, you know, I was pretty new to photography still. And well, I'm still, I'd still consider myself pretty new to it. Um, but like at that, like I, I had a good grasp on it, but I feel like I lost that because I basically was like, okay, this is what I like. I obviously don't have the budget for any of these other cameras. So I'm just going to just do my thing. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. So it's kind of, it's interesting. I am glad that they're going more and more mirrorless. That being said, I do mm-hmm. not have a mirrorless camera aside from my uh, iPhone. Yeah, neither do I. Oh, wait, no, I do. I do. <coughs> but Panasonic G7, which is, <laughs> I haven't used it for stills at all. Right. I think I think you actually took the first picture on it, and then I just 
I was like, all right, yeah, it does that, but I don't, I'm not using it for that, mostly because, you know, one, it is micro four-thirds, and my Rebel SL1 Canon has a crop sensor, which is a little bit bigger, but I just, I just like the color, the color science that Canon has, it's, it looks amazing. <laughs> yeah, yep, and a lot of people shoot flat, but even still, there's, there's a difference <clears throat> if you shoot yeah, flat yeah. Shooting, in raw. Shooting flat for video matters more than it does for photo because if you're shooting in raw i don't i don't think it matters if you i shoot in a standard picture uh picture profile for my camera right right yeah as long as you're in raw you're gonna have the it doesn't matter yeah yeah true true dude i'm looking at these one wheels right now they are freaking hefty i mean you got that mini one what is it uh oh the what are they what's what's the what's the small one it's like half the, the price pint? of the the pint yeah yeah that's it. it's like 9.95 so basically a thousand dollars the dude bummer side so like the downside is it's smaller right not uh-huh. that's awesome like the size uh-huh. being a com- more compact size i like uh the fact that it has only up to eight miles of range and it only it goes up to 16 miles an hour is a little bit of a bummer I mean, the 16 miles an hour to, to me go. isn't that big a deal like 16 miles an hour is plenty the fast eight miles, yeah. uh, but eight the miles eight mile short. range like if it was farther that would be that would be really cool i guess i should yeah, see how quickly like, it can charge because it has a fast it has a like a a fast charger that you can get right i think it's like i don't know what actually i don't know what it is but i mean that's basically like one taco bell trip from my house <laughs> yeah so which i mean it's not bad but you're not going that far what's what What are the other ones in so then the xr I don't care about speed but yeah right so the xr uh not that you care but it goes 19 miles per hour so it's a little oh. bit faster yeah. But you know, like not it. That's not the end of the world. I'm sure right. people like that, but um, that's not a deal breaker for me. It goes up to, and I'm just saying the max mileage, up to 18 miles. So that right there oh, is wow. massive. More than wait, what's yeah, it's more than double. Yeah, it's more than double. Wow, jeez. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So how much is it? Uh, hold on one second. I I'm trying to figure out what the, I think it's seventeen, basically eighteen hundred dollars. dollars, more. Uh, I want to know how I mean, quickly this uh, charges. The, the value that you're getting is, you're getting more value out of it. It's it's a little bit faster, but more than double the miles for eight hundred dollars more, which is not double the price. <laughs> Yeah, I think that would be. But the downside is it's it's quite a bit bigger. Uh, right. The riding feels probably better, and technically, I guess the terrain well, it, you can go I mean, over more terrain on the bigger one. But yeah, it like but, if you want to take it somewhere. Yeah. Well. Yeah. It's well, you just ride it. But I, the thing that I no, I, uh, I mean, like you, in your car and stuff like that. Oh yeah. yeah. I don't know anyone that owns one, but everyone that I've seen on the internet who rides it doesn't seem to have 
big of a deal carrying it places. I think the only time I've seen someone have a problem with this is if they had to try to take it on the airplane. Right, and then they just take the thing apart, which I guess you'd have to yeah. do with the oh, geez. pint pot- potentially as well. Uh, I don't. You'd I'm have to look to at the battery size. Yeah, that's what I, it comes I don't down think to. You have to. I feel like that was a selling point they made, but I could be. Dead oh, wrong. maybe. But I I do know for the other ones, I I saw a video of of two guys trying to like figure out how to take it apart, and it was just way complex. <laughs> yeah, it's bonkers. The uh, recharge time, if you have the fast charger, yeah, is for the pint 50 minutes, so less than an hour, which is really awesome, actually. That's not bad. But then for the, um, for the bigger one, it's only 60 minutes, so it's only an hour. So also not, not crazy. So recharge time is pretty good, and that that is with the like fast charger. You're just charging it at home. It's it's like double basically. So, right. Um, right. But you should do it, man. <sighs> you should make podcast history. You know I'm not right going to buy here. one. You know I'm not going to yeah, buy one. I know you're going to think about it for like three months, and then you'll buy one. Now what I'm going to do is like do all the research to see if I can build one myself, and then realize <laughs> that it's just not going to be good enough, uh-huh. and decide it's not, not to it's it's not worth it it's it's not have you seen the very very first one wheel yeah oh my gosh oh yeah you saw casey Neistat's videos that thing was not <laughs> that thing was not like safe <laughs> yeah i mean it is a very polished product at this point at the yeah it's oh my gosh it's been really i i do remember when I saw the first one. I was like, that's the dumbest thing. I can't believe someone actually wants this. <laughs> and then they, I think it was like probably iteration two. I was like, Ooh, that that's kind of cool. Kind of makes, kind of makes sense. And now it's like a full, f- is it boosted board out of business? Yeah. Oh, they are out bankrupt. Dang. That's cr- wonder what wrong there. They were I really do. don't know. That's really interesting because they were doing really well. It, it was like, it was like boosted board and one wheel where, where the, like if you wanted like electric, you know, uh, one person vehicle, that was kind of what you would think about. I wonder what. They made some mistake apparently with their finances because hmm. they were, I mean, I, it seemed like they were selling well. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, when you thought electric skateboard, it was boosted board or like some Japanese knockoff. I yeah. Don't, yeah. That's that's crazy that I, I that's weird. I wonder what I wonder who's kind of on top for that now. Like if I were to buy an electric skateboard in 2020, I wonder what it would be. What were some of those talking points that we because I, I didn't get that we didn't do the shared thing yeah um i was reading a little bit on boosted board oh. yeah apparently it was a, a like a severe financial problem uh to some extent so i don't know what exactly but there so there's right. kind of a couple of different ways you can start a company and okay. one of the ways is to Um, if you think you have a really good idea and you think it's going to explode Uh 
and do really uh-huh. well, uh, you yeah. can basically borrow a bunch of money, get right. your product going, moving, yeah. and your production line up, even though you might be going into debt. Yeah. Just like, to just to give yourself this massive push as far as like market goes and uh-huh. and be able to get everything out there. Yeah. But if mm-hmm. your uh, product does not do as well as you expected, or doesn't bring in the uh, money that it was the profit it was supposed to, mm-hmm. at a certain point, those people that you borrow money from. Um, you're going to have to pay them back and or right. realize now, that it's not is, actually growing. Right. Like there is Tesla, another... I still don't think Tesla po- has made it positive as a company. Oh, really? Their stocks are doing really well. Um, I, uh, d- 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 there is a d- hype of investing that's very popular in Silicon Valley that uh, I think group me took advantage of yes i think they did um where you can get like let's say a million dollars you know you you somehow sold some sucker into investing into your company for one smackaroos and you if you mess up it doesn't matter that money that money is gone no one you don't owe any anybody anything it's just like like a trial (laughs) set of money and I, it's really weird that that's like someone's just cool with that, you know? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, but I mean, investing is a little weird. But the whole like starting a business is interesting because, yeah, there are definitely different ways to start a business. You can have an idea or you can be like, oh, this is a problem. I think it needs to be solved or you can basically just want to start a business just because you know why not but like the i'm listening to uh the jordan harbinger show which is a guy that you know podcast stuff and he in episode 335 is of the guy that invented instagram and he is talking about you know he's he actually tried a lot of different things he one of the first apps that he was making was uh, a check-in app i'm not sure if you know what that is i didn't know what it was until i heard this and basically I have no like, idea. yeah basically it's just saying like i'm going to this party who who other my friends want to go with me or who else is going that i know what and is it, it checks in to see so so i i don't know the name of it but but basically it's just saying like it's it's asking your closest friends or your friends in general like who else is who else do i know is going to this party huh. it's checking in with them yeah and they had um like this whole point system where it would encourage users to create events and for the user and so every time that you said i'm going to go to this event uh, let's say at 1 p.m. and if you actually click the accept button one hour before 1 p.m. you got you know double the points for getting it and if you don't accept it and you just skip it you get like 
negative points and so you get and so basically it was like an incentive system to be able to be more social with people and to try to uh you know create habits of doing that i guess but nobody i mean nobody cared for it and right because had because we're all millennials or uh or generation (laughs) x and they all uh are very much last minute planners (laughs) slash What's yes. the coolest thing to that's be doing actually, right oh, now? That's so a great I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lock that. in on any specific plans. <laughs> no right. way. I didn't think that. That is very. Oh wow, that's that's a very. I guess I'm more of like a plan. Well, I'm not a plan person. I but like I to commit to, to things. Know. Yeah, that's that's interesting. But at the same time, had, I feel mm-hmm. it. Like I I understand. You'll make plans with somebody, and then it's like, well, yeah, okay, I have yeah. to follow through on this even though I now know that there's a much more exciting party happening, you know, somewhere else that I could go to that I'm invited to that people are like, Oh yeah, Yeah. just tell them you can't make it and come hang out with us. It's like, cool. Yeah, I (laughs) could do that. But my points, but yeah, I've committed to these people. Like I'm not gonna, I care about these people is what it comes down to. But yeah. So basically that app failed, but they had a feature where you can do like a photo sharing and and he and they kind of just added that in for fun and uh he noticed that you know the users were using that more than the app itself and so throughout you know before he got into programming and stuff he was into photography in high school like making you know editing his photos and stuff like that and he was like well i like doing that and how can i do photo sharing and incorporate the things that, you know, that I still am interested in. And that's kind of where the idea for Instagram came and that's that you can not only, so like it, he, it was really interesting how he explained this because at the time, you know, Flickr, Shutterstock, uh, I don't think Facebook was really into photo sharing as much, but those were like, there were like, there were a lot of apps that were doing photo sharing so he was just going to be another photo sharing app but the one feature that set it apart that he like this is so that business idea that we talked about before you know we started recording i didn't there wasn't something that like one feature that really grabbed out to me but for instagram the one feature that grabbed out to a lot of people was the ability to make your photos better you know he 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 described it as like um a one tap magic like Instead of having to spend an hour and a half inside of Photoshop making your photo better, you can spend, you know, less than two seconds, you know, using an Instagram filter and being able to crop it to make it look way better. And because of that, a lot of people became more interested in it and they gravitated towards that. And I think that's interesting because the one thing, you know, the, the, the fact that he said one tap magic and that's kind of what he said the formula for like a lot of good business ideas are for like not all of them but you know a a large portion is that you have a problem and you're able to solve it with technology in less than two seconds you know same thing with amazon amazon is taken over basically the uh, the the not only online shopping but retail shopping and now they have it where you can get your packages in less than 30 minutes you know hand delivered to you you know that's that one tap magic kind of kind of solution that they had there so i thought i thought that was a really 
just interesting, uh, I guess, podcast segment that he had talked about. Did I lose you? Nope, I'm still here. Okay, cool, because I don't have anything else to say. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, that's wild. And we use Instagram like every single day basically now. Oh, and yeah, I mean, he basically became a billionaire because he sold it to Facebook. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Know? Yeah, it's it's like, huh, that that's super inspiring. But also, I mean, think about the five to ten years of hard work, you know, 24 hours coding, working to 4 a.m., living off of Cheetos. Like he, like, he had to put in that work, and he definitely didn't think, oh, this idea is going to be a billion dollar idea like he thought that it was going to fail because like i said there were many other photo sharing apps out there right he didn't think instagram was going to do anything so what a hobby apparently, to have. <laughs> right yeah seriously apparently youtube started out as a dating app did you know that no way yeah youtube started out as a dating app what? and then yeah and then i guess they kind of i'm not that... dating all these people i watch well, no, I mean, <laughs> it's like all these different, you know, you can look on the Wayback Machine, uh, which I've tried. It's a weird, it's a weird website to use. Um, but you can apparently look back and see like Twitter started out as um, I don't remember. I don't now nah, I don't remember where Twitter started out, but like all these different like largely popular websites today didn't start out like they didn't think this is reddit and we're gonna have this cool system where anyone can you know participate and have the ability to have their post be seen by more people not convoluted within all the noise no it it was it was a like for youtube it was a dating app and they just kind of saw where the market went and they pivoted from there as bonkers i know super interesting makes me makes me want to like ah i i it's it's really funny pour your life into some kind of uh app kind of well the thing (laughs) is i think i think a lot about um one of my not my so my hobby two weeks ago because i have a new hobby every week pretty much this week it's yoga Two weeks ago, it was the brain, the human brain, and I found it interesting how, you know, you have when you're when you're born, you're and then as you kind of go from like zero years old to like eight years old, uh, around that area, just being young, below thirteen, your your brain is flooded with trillions of neurons without the synapses synapses the synapses are what connect neuron to neuron and that's actually like basically the formation of an idea is the neuron to neuron connection um but when you're when you're born you're born with trillions of these synapses or at young age i just i should say or not synapses neurons but without the synapses and as you grow older you start to connect these different neurons and so that's when you start to finding what you're interested in and what you want to do with your life and and all the 
all the neurons that aren't being used, they go away. So that's why when you're a kid, you have the ability to learn a language faster. You have the ability to just learn in general so much faster. And so this is actually, um, so learning is uh, called neuro neuroplasticity. And it's just basically like right. a rubber band. You're just stretching your brain out to these different areas and you're trying to create as many synapses as possible. And if you don't, do it you know and and that's why that's why i really feel like you know there's a lot of problems i'm not gonna i know we talked said we don't want to talk about politics i'm not gonna go into that (laughs) but there are you know there are problems with this world and a lot of it i think is that you feel like as a kid you get stuck in in this in this in this world that you that that all you know is this and and all those neurons just go to waste and you don't have the ability to try new things and to figure out what you like and what you don't like and and so once you do that you know you kind of get stuck and now you're at the point where you're like 35 years old and you've been doing you know you now you're an accountant you know living you know you have like two kids and a wife that you may or may not like and now (laughs) now it's just 20 times harder to learn it's not impossible to learn something new it's just a lot harder because now you've lost all those neurons and now and now we actually used to think um you know early studies of of the brain was we we thought that once you lost the neurons you couldn't get them back well actually now we're finding that you can get them back and that's actually through oh man i love this stuff so much that's actually through the uh the uh, new experiences and that's through the prefrontal cortex and the frontal cortex the prefrontal cortex is actually really interesting because it controls uh essentially the frontal cortex that's kind of like the voice in your head of like you know like the frontal cortex or where new experiences are processed through the brain. There's a lot of things, motor skills, social skills, um, that a lot of times when you're like a wounded soldier uh, and you're coming back and you have brain damage, that's why a lot of these guys have um, like PTSD, socialize. PTSD, they can't socialize as well. And, and they have to learn how to uh, redevelop their prefrontal cortex because it's literally just like a hole in their brain. And it's really it's really devastating stuff. But the prefrontal cortex is interesting because as you're doing things, you, you humans are so good at like detecting patterns. Um, it's it, and that's something in the art world that's used a lot and also avoided a lot. But humans are really good at detecting patterns. Um, and as you kind of get into the workflow of you know, let's say you get into the habit of eating a hamburger every single day and you're like, you keep eating it and you're not really knowing why you're doing it. It doesn't really make you feel good until you get to the point where your prefrontal cortex says, hey, you know what? We're going to break this rhythm. We're going to break. Now, also, I just want to say I could be getting all this wrong, but this is just from what I've read and that the prefrontal <laughs> hey, cortex. Yeah. If anybody is listening, do your own research 100%, Please. no matter what and we're saying. Tell me. But and then, but, and then send me send me what you found because I. But here's I, what we here's what we've heard it. or think or say. Yeah. Right. So email me at uh, willdeboss at gmail.com and then and then we'll go from there. Uh, <laughs> and so the and so the prefrontal cortex will break up the patterns that you're basically creating. Is it instant? Is it easy? No, 
<laughs> not at all. I mean, stopping yourself from eating junk food is really almost just as hard as stopping yourself from working out every day if you worked out every day for the past three years. <laughs> you know, it's it's just we create these habits, whether they're good or bad, they're just hard to break out of. But our prefrontal cortex kind of tells us, hey, you know, maybe you should change this up or maybe you should try something different. Um, so, man, I went down tangent on that one. All that to say that <laughs> that when – oh, yeah, so new experiences. New experiences are processed through – the frontal cortex and you can regain neurons slowly um, by creating new experiences within the brain and and that can be from going on a trip out of country or learning how to you know how to podcast or how to skateboard you know it could just be right learning, learning a new language new. whatever exactly exactly and so those neurons start to re start to come back and the synapses, the gateways, they start to reconnect. And they and and often, I mean, for me, I mean, when I'm learning something new and I understand it, like it, that's, you know, that feeling of like, like you're just confused, you're confused, you're confused. And all of a sudden you got it, you know, yeah. that click. That's, that's the, that's moment is, is your brain taking all those neurons and they're connecting them together. And for me, that's like, you know, a little bit of a dopamine rush, you know, right, right. And, and that's dopamine is a whole nother thing. Yeah. But, well, and have you found in in like your researching that doing this, having these new experiences, learning these new mm -hmm. languages or whatever is also mm -hmm. one of the leading fights f against uh, things Alzheimer's. like Alzheimer's and such? Yep. Yeah. Which yeah, I think no, is awesome. I mean exactly i mean you, it, you it, continue to stretch and play with your brain and exactly. learn new things and you exactly. will fight off probably to me the right. most like the scariest thing you could have which is uh -huh. to lose your mind <laughs> to yeah, have yeah, to have your no, body be fine and healthy potentially but to lose exactly. your mind new experiences are so healthy for the brain also hard things hard experiences are good for the brain um, hard experiences are good because you start to callous your mind and, and the things that were kind of difficult, like, like, let's say you have to take out the trash and you're kind of, you're kind of like maybe not in the mi right moon set. So mood set or mindset, sorry, uh, <laughs> to take out the mood set. Mood I'm going to use mood set for the rest of my life, um, <laughs> to take out the trash. And that's a task that might feel so daunting because maybe, you know, you're feeling depressed or maybe you're it's raining outside and, right and but as you do hard things you'll find that that the little tasks become easy and that yeah it's raining outside so what i'm gonna go take out the trash and also run 15 miles come back take the trash out again because you know why not and <laughs> pick <laughs> up I'm gonna take all the trash. the trash on the run and put it in the trash i'm gonna take the trash i'm gonna carry it 15 miles out and I'm going to take it out. <laughs> but, but by doing new experiences, yeah, you do, you learn things, but you, you are, you're just that like, that's how you learn, you know? Yeah. And by, by learning, you're figuring out how to do, Oh man, I, I just had another I, tangent. Um, meta learning, <laughs> uh, meta learning is fascinating. 
I don't know if we want to go down that. I'm going to go down that route. Meta learning is really <laughs> interesting because it's the the theory that let's say you're learning German and you've learned, I don't know, you could be 12 years old, 20 years old, I don't care how old, how old you are. You're learning German and and you're learning how to break down a sentence, how the grammar works and all that. And now, now that you learned how to do German, you you actually find that it's easier to learn other languages because you understand how to learn a language. And so just because you're learning German doesn't mean it's also going to be it's going to be it's going to be easier to learn other languages cuz you understand the structure. So I found when I did art, you know, when I was learning Photoshop 5 years ago, it, it was difficult. It was really hard. I had to figure out how to use, you know, how to manipulate the image and how to watch all these tutorials and stuff. But now that I've learned it, I've actually applied the same skills that I've learned into many other aspects of the job through 3D, through texture creation, through design. And so just because you're learning one skill doesn't mean that what you're learning can also be applied to other skills. So you're basically learning a bunch of other things, you know, on the side through, you know, that's meta learning. So that's super fascinating. And they're actually learn trying to figure it out um, through artificial intelligence. Interesting. And, and yeah. And they're, and if they can figure it out, they can, they can, you know, they can have someone, they can figure out how to self-drive a car, but also use what they applied through that and maybe figure out how to, you know, deliver tacos. You know, it's, it's, it's just really interesting what they're doing with, with learning and through the brain stuff. Artificial intelligence is also another good side tangent. <laughs> But, but oh, yeah, that's goodness. like, that's my, I, I mean, I could say so many other things, <laughs> but that's, <laughs> that's my, like, you my, go I guess, on, I guess folks. you could say right now what I've learned just through reading and through thinking and kind of like being not satisfied with myself personally, like, like, you know, I used to be pretty, uh, I want to say depressed, but like, in a, in a mind state that wasn't uh, super healthy and like I, I wanted to create things but I didn't have ideas and I didn't know why and I eventually got to the well I got I hit a lot of rock bottoms and I just and I would like I would hit rock bottom like you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna change my life tomorrow and I would try for a week and I would fail a few months would go past of just watching YouTube and Netflix and just coasting in life and then I would go through through all that and I would hit rock bottom and I'm like I'm gonna change my life one week goes past and I go back to old habits and just through learning and through time after time I just figured that like the best thing that you can do is just to do hard things like if if there's if if you don't want to if you don't like to run if running is the least favorite thing of being athletic you should be running you should be running every single day you should figure out how to do that because again through learning hard things you'll find that doing other things are just going to be so much easier and and I just like I feel like that's kind of what I've taken on in my life the past uh I would say 2020 no 2019 when I turned 20 years old something clicked and and I started to kind of see and understand a little bit more of how 
I guess, kind of like the the structure of life and kind of how to live. <laughs> and it's funny because it sounds so simple, like like doing hard things. Like anyone, it just sounds like anyone can do it, and it's true, anyone can do it. But like once you start to figure out that that's what you need to do, you just start to do other things, and it kind of it's kind of like it's just a good prompt, a good starting point, you know. I'm recording. Uh, if you just want to say your sponsor for this episode, that would be that would be great. Bro, you don't have like a script or anything like that. No, why would I? Do Do you want a script? <laughs> I just have to be funny on my own. <laughs> um, this episode of the Gus and Eddie podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <okay. laughs> This episode of Combo with DW is sponsored by the meme uh, where the chili peppers use their spiciness as a defense mechanism, but then the guy from He-Man is like, joke's on you. I'm into that stuff. Beep. Uh, malarkey. <laughs> and um, back to the show. Wow. Thanks, Noah. That's so great You're and welcome. helpful. Uh we're still figuring out the whole financial aspect of it, but we definitely have the memes part down. So, back back to you, Drew and Will. In the th- we don't have a studio yet, but I think we're gonna work on that. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> That's great. Cool. What are you doing tonight? Yeah, yeah, hmm. absolutely. <clears throat> absolutely so stretch your brains folks because if you don't you're gonna get you'll alzheimer's die. and die you're gonna die i mean or maybe you clearly, won't die and you'll just lose yeah, that's your the mind thing. like people clearly then, do survive without yeah. thinking this and that's another interesting thing is that right you can live your whole life and not have to think about the science of how true stuff works right i mean if you like, just do it you and like i don't know how i breathe i don't know how i talk i don't know how well i kind of know how we walk you know we have like a gyroscope system basically built in but we don't know how to do it but yet we're still doing it right and and i think that's really interesting you know and the fact that you can go your whole life coasting or not coasting and just kind of live which doesn't like i feel like i lived the coasting life it's not great uh, for a long time uh, and i definitely do every now and then like i'll just have a day of just pure netflix and it doesn't feel good but i used to have you know do, but they do feel good they do and they don't for me <laughs> i think if they feel fine if it's only a first, day it's okay. right after the first hour it's like yeah. this is great but once it's like midnight <laughs> and and all you've done was eat breakfast and lunch, that that's that's rough. That's my rock bottom. <laughs> but like I but like that's was that was me for like a year. Like I would or oh jeez, probably Dang, you just watched Netflix every day for a year? Pretty much, dude. Like legitimately, like there I mean like you saw me, like there are things I was doing i was trying to do but but a much like 60 percent, 70 percent of my time was just watching videos 20 percent 
was watching, like, was just wor- going out and working, you know, whether it was at Cold Stone, whether it was at Best Buy. And then the other 20% was trying to make videos. <laughs> and, and clearly there's this priority that I didn't understand that, that there needs to be a priority over, you know, over watching videos. I just didn't, like, I just was so confused all the time. Like, like basically just, if you want to do something, just do it and don't stop doing it even though it sucks, even though what you're making may not be on the cover of National Geographic or on a, on the silver screen, that that doesn't matter because eventually you'll get better. And I didn't understand that. I thought that I, if I want to be in this industry, I should know what I want. And still don't always know, but I do, what I do know is I, if I stop working and if I stop trying – I'm going to lose what I've built or the small stuff that I have now. Right. And, and I think, I think it's just so, and it's more easy now to just coast through life than it was than ever, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah, definitely. Right. I mean, like, (laughs) like you can, you can get a job, 10, $12 an hour, have three roommates, you know, live in a city that, it's not New York. That's not L.A. And and have pretty, you know, rent can be like 400, 500 bucks a week. You know, you can you can live off of ramen noodles and Netflix is so darn cheap. It's 10 bucks a month. Like you can just live. You can just live like that. <laughs> I heard somebody call it Raymond the other day and I was like, huh, Raymond. that's a that's a thought that never occurred to me. You could Raymond call it would... Raymond noodles, but who would do that? Uh, I know who. That is Mr. Raymond himself. <laughs> that was very strange. Raymond noodles. Yeah, Raymond. Yeah. I didn't understand. I was. It caught me off guard, and I was just like, "Is that something I haven't? Heard? No, that's what I'm thinking you it know, is." You know what's funny is when that reminds me of time when I worked in Best Buy and I was helping a guy, and we were just having a conversation. And he goes, "Hey, what's that? Uh, that mem? You know that mem?" <laughs> Wow. Do you know what I'm? T- do you know what I'm talking wow. about? <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> What's that mem? You know that? Did, did you I'm know like, what? Did you know what mem he was talking about? Not at first. I didn't know. Well, I didn't know he meant meme. Right. I was like, right. What? That's the first like, thing I, you had to figure out. Like, excuse me. <laughs> I I think I just ended up saying it just to go <laughs> with it. Mem. Yeah, mem. You know that. Sorry, mem. I cannot help you right now. I am too busy with another customer. Oh, so funny. Man. Speaking <laughs> of, we need to get oh, I guess I kind of just broke my brain flow, but um we need to get Noah to sponsor our podcast. With yes. His mem. Um you should text your check your what? text messages. I included oh. you on a message to Noah, Shoot. but he did my not respond. Is, my phone is away from my microphone. <laughs> right. This is right. Oh, I'm seeing this now. Okay. I sent you two messages, gonna, actually. Yes. I, I was going to, but since we started, so I was going to work out. Just You know, I'm not even going to say. Um, <laughs> it will be for next podcast. <laughs> uh, will but, was going to work out, but now he is not going to work out tonight because no, we're podcasting. Because we start, yeah, we started so late. If we started at 930. Yeah. 
That's kind of what I what I thought. I was kind of like, nah, there's no way this dude's going to the gym tonight. <laughs> I I mean, I normally go at ten anyway, and then I'll that's get crazy. back. Yeah, that's fun. Dude, this has been so like a little glimpse into my past two weeks is I'll wake up at six, go back to bed at six thirty, and go back to bed until six thirty, wake up, take a shower, go to work, leave at seven forty, and then get there, you know, eight twenty. I try to plan for traffic. So from eight thirty to five I'm working, then I'll get back, I'll eat dinner, I'll try to get back to my room so that I can just create videos. So for about two hours to three hours i can just work on 3d animation so and then from there it's 10 o'clock i go work out for an hour do yoga for another 30 minutes get back home protein shake do it all over again nice so that's been yeah man <laughs> I, the grind like i, like I <laughs> yeah that hasn't been tonight and there's definitely been days where i i didn't have it like it like that like like maybe i'll end up doing 3d for an hour or an hour and a half right sure sure yeah yeah but you know the the interesting thing is like like i said like i was talking about how i was learning how to do things basically how to live (laughs) basic essential stuff that uh everyone knows but it just took me uh my entire life to figure out uh and that is that even though i did spend only like today i only spent maybe less than 30 minutes working on you know my 3d scene it's the fact that i did it that matters like that's yeah like that's all that matters you know i when i see i guess i i i'm i silently judge i used to silently judge people a lot but definitely less now like i'll see someone running i'm like they're gonna quit after a day <laughs> like they're, they're not they're not gonna they're not gonna like they're not like me i've been working out for a year it's like it's like but no it's the fact that they that they woke up at 8 a.m and they put on their shoes and they got there you know and now that you know now that they got there you might as well make use of the time that's that's kind of my mindset into doing things now it's like you, you give it 10 minutes and if you're not in it into it in 10 minutes then just don't do it <laughs> that's i think that that's just the for me changing mindset from waking up to working is hard that takes like like that's just like switching from eating dinner to making a 3d image is hard but just giving it 10 minutes gives you back into that that mindset you know yeah i i could be a little better at that because my office is literally in the other room there are mornings <laughs> where i wake up at eight thirty and start working at eight thirty. yeah oh wow <laughs> <laughs> oh geez dude i am not that way yeah i'll, I'll just like th- wake up and and walk into the other room and start working i i need i need if unless i'm with people but if I'm not with people, I need a solid hour to 30 minutes <laughs> to like have my mind wake up. And then, and then if it's the weekend, it's, it's probably like two hours. <laughs> oh man. It's so, it's so hard just to like wake up and just to get things done. <laughs> it's not, I feel like I've slowly made progress on it, but not, not nearly as much as I would want to. What, yeah. What do you do? You normally bike or anything at night? 
Um, it varies. So the past couple weeks, I've been playing a fair amount of volleyball, actually, which is kind of interesting. Um, yeah, there's so there's two different groups that that actually play, and so I've been playing Tuesday nights for the past probably three or so weeks and then there's a group that plays on monday nights and so i've been doing i've done i did that this week and so that's like a varying level of cardio it really kind of depends on how much you're putting in and how good the people you're playing with are um but i move around a fair amount and die for the ball and stuff like that so generally get a pretty decent bit of cardio there and then aside from that I bike occasionally so the other evenings there's I have like a bible study in there that takes up some time but another one of the days oftentimes like a Friday or a Saturday there are people that will play ultimate frisbee and that is like some killer cardio it's like doing sprints back and forth. So that definitely is very helpful. And then like if I'm not going to do one of those things, Bible study or uh, ultimate Frisbee, I'll try to one of those nights throw in a bike ride, like a 30-mile bike ride or a five-mile run or something of that sort. So what I need to do or what I would like to try to do is to start doing a little bit of exercise in the morning five to like a five mile run or a 10 15 mile uh, bike ride and then start my work day um, after that but it just depends my my evenings are kind of full of people for the most part right but you're pretty much being active four to five days a week yeah i try to be yeah i try to be active yeah yeah that's that's the same thing it's definitely yeah you have it nice because you're at least with people yeah (laughs) you know i mean you're not always but like a little bit more than what i am you know most of the time when i'm being active it's it's me at the gym (laughs) by myself right right man if i was back in chesapeake right now i would try to start up a volleyball like just <laughs> you're group. so into volleyball right now aren't you well i mean it's fun and a lot of people can play it yeah. like there's some sports that take a level of skill and volleyball does but if you're not good at volleyball you can learn to just hit it up pretty easily and if you can get oh. it up then the rest of your team can help to get it over uh, so okay. you can kind of add people in fairly easily, and once they play right. a little bit, they kind of they can catch on pretty quickly to just be able yeah. to you know bump it up, and then you know we'll figure it out from there. So you can right. you can kind of get a lot of people in, but also another one that would be fun is like a, a group of people that want to play spike ball, you know, just like or ultimate frisbee or whatever, but just like an organized. Hey, I'm gonna be at this location at this time every week to do this um so come you know come out come out and let's make it happen now for something like ultimate frisbee 
and volleyball as well, you kind of need at least 10 people to and make it work. So five, five on one side, five on the other. Yeah. Volleyball, you can okay. get away with a lot less. Like you can play doubles or uh-huh. triples if they're good. Right. But like, right. I would say four people is probably the minimum. If you have like real new people or people that are, uh-huh. aren't, aren't super great. Um, uh, and then yeah. you can have up to six people on, on a side. Gotcha. Yeah. That volleyball. So when you put it like that, I didn't think about volleyball like that, but if you compare it to other sports, you're, you're having pretty small team, like in tennis, you're having two people, you know, and in baseball, you're, you're having, you know, it's really reliant on the individual player, but in volleyball, you are dependent on other people. But like you said, and if you're starting out, you can rely on other people, but like, you can't do that in spike ball, you know? <laughs> right, right. Exactly. Yeah. So that's, that's cool. I didn't, I never thought of it like that. As well as volleyball is a little bit more flexible in that if you have, uh, an odd number of people show up, it's not the end of the world uh-huh. to have like one person rotate in every time the serve comes over. Or even if you right. just have an extra person on the side, it's not that big of a deal. Hmm. So, but it's, it's also fun. And I definitely think the consistency is the biggest thing because you oh, want yeah. a number of people to come, but if they don't make it something that's consistent in their schedule, then they're not going to keep coming. So you kind of have to set up like a time, Hmm. and have a couple people that are willing to say yeah i'll be there that sounds like fun um Hmm. and then be like yeah cool also see who else you can get to come like this is open to anyone we want to make it happen uh and so once you have that and you're there every week same time same place like people just start to come uh so like the where i've been playing i want to say there's like 50 to 70 kids every week and so we do a bracket we put together teams and and we have it's a range of ages because it's a like Mm. a high mostly high school group of kids with their older siblings and parents and stuff like that mixed in there okay so we have kids from 12 years old to uh like 18 and then some adults as well that are playing and so we split up teams amongst the kids and then we take the adults and we either make adult teams, specific teams, or we mm-hmm. uh, kind of mix the adults in. And then we do, we play a bracket. So double elimination, you have to lose twice to be out. Uh, and it's kind of fun. And, you know, it's a little bit of competition to you know play against the other teams and and hope that you can win the the competition you could say do you Uh, win anything or is it just bragging rights uh they have prizes sometimes it depends you know maybe Uh, maybe a little candy bag to kind of hand around or or whatever are you yeah are you organizing it or are you helping organizing it or are you just participating i'm just participating oh okay yeah so it's at a friend's house uh a guy i went skiing with actually he is putting it on (laughs) kind of for the his kids and their like homeschool community and then i helped with the like chauffeuring and stuff like that for the ski trip and so they're like hey uh 
if you want to come hang out and play they're trying to you know they i mean they want to get some older people you know mixing into these kids lives as well so of course the community aspect's always fun but yeah it's just a good time to play so yeah yeah there's a large amount of people that play so we we definitely don't lack for for people but that's cool especially out there and uh and where you live yeah yeah this <laughs> guy zone. made he just like built a volleyball court in his backyard sand oh, does he have lights and everything sand really yeah so he put in like two telephone poles like massive poles with lights oh, on the like top the wooden like the wooden ones yeah wooden ones uh and then like set up a really nice net on them that can like you can adjust it up and down and you can make sure it's really tight and everything it's a really nice uh setup and then he sounds like he yeah got oh he went he went all the way and so then he like dug down like 10 inches to a foot and put in like a drainage system and then poured in sand over top of it so even if it rains like the water moves out of it pretty quickly so the sand might be wet wow but it's not like you're standing in puddles and stuff like that it's it's pretty intense right dang that's cool it sounds like he had the mindset of uh if if they if you build it they will come (laughs) oh yeah oh absolutely absolutely well and i i think it kind of all started from they went camping kind of near the beginning Uh of the summer or maybe it was a previous year i don't know but their kids really enjoyed the volleyball court and some of the other kids that were with them. And they are like, this is awesome. We should do this. And so we looked into it and just decided that it would be fun. <laughs> That's <laughs> so, awesome. Yeah. It's been a good time. Um, uh, yeah. To switch gears because I sure. have a little list. And okay. I do like completing lists, even though it does not matter. This podcast can go anywhere, and it has gone so <laughs> oh many places gosh. already. This is what's going to turn out. <laughs> but I have a list, <laughs> and I kind of want to get to the bottom of it. So okay. I'm going to start at the bottom, because then at least I made it there. How long is the list? Because uh, I've added maybe two things. There's only four items. Okay, cool. Yeah. And the first one, which is actually the last one so that I know I've at least made it to the bottom of the list, is birds. And this is your idea. This is something that you added, so I'm going to let you start it off. Yeah, so so the 3D scene that I sent you, Drew, and I'm probably not going to show anyone because it's not worthy of your eyes. um, It's so worthy. You could could put (laughs) it in the show notes. I mean, it's for you to decide, but it it looks great. I'm glad that you like it. I think that's... I th- that's really cool that you like it because that's a good sign that um, it's gonna be it's gonna turn out good because I I definitely was stressing over this one a lot but so basically I'm I'm super into 3D hi I'm Will super into 3D um, and I'm trying to make so this Japanese or not uh, maybe a little bit Japanese Hong Kong inspired uh, scene and it's gonna be an animation but it's interesting because like I had talked about with businesses, how the first idea doesn't always work out. And, and I think that's something that this past month or two, I've been trying to really learn and figure out is that your first idea doesn't have to be the best idea. And, and so 
and I so I when I before I started working I rode my bike a lot to the gym and it was really cool because I would get to this point about five miles in there would be this kind of dangerous section if you're on your bike where the car where there would be this straight in front of you about 100 feet away there would be this bridge and and underneath it would the, the road would go so it'd be this underpass and so above the cars would come they would actually exit from the bridge and they would come around and they would start to drive beside you as you're on your bike and they would have to merge from the exit to oh my headphone is dying oh shoot hold on (laughs) (laughs) this is a tragic moment can you hear me yes i sure can okay cool while you're talking, I'm actually going to swap uh, to... Great idea. Oh. Okay. So um, so you have this uh, bridge that jets out, and then you know the road goes underneath it. But if you're on top of the bridge, you can exit, and then the car loops around uh, beside you, and it kind of goes down this uh, this curve slash hill, and it starts to drive beside you. Now you have to, Now the car has to merge from exiting onto the dry, the road in front of you. And that's kind of the dangerous part, so you kind of have to watch for the cars and observe. But it's really cool because every time I go under this underpass, I just really, I, I, I like the scene because it looks, it looks kind of grungy. It's not perfect by no means. You know, the metal's dripping with rust and like the sides is all, like where the concrete meets the metal, it's all grimy and it, it just looks really cool. And and right when you go under the second, so there's two bridges. So you have one bridge for one way and then one bridge for the other way, left side, right side of the road. And by the time you get to the second, there's these like this nest of birds that hang out or pigeons that hang out. And the moment you get near them, they like shoot out in front of you. And like and like one time I did it and like they like just swarmed me for a second and then they like disappeared. And like I'm on my bike and I'm like dealing with all the cars. It just looked it just looked visually it just looked really cool. And I was like, oh, I got to do something with this. So I, I, I went to my computer once I got home. I was thinking of some ideas. My original idea was I was going to basically have where I would animate that scene of me on my bike, be first person and have a car beside you, go from first person to the car, uh, and then from the car, once the birds come, you go to the bird's perspective, and then maybe, like, the birds, like, knock the camera out, and then now the camera's in the middle of the road, and it's being, like, blown around in the wind and stuff like that. And I thought that was really boring, so I scrapped that idea and still kind of played around with the idea of, like, like having these birds kind of coming out, and I just kind of doodled around in the 3D program until I started coming up with the idea that it would be kind of cool to have the city. And in the blocked-out scene that I sent you, Drew, it's you probably can't see it as well, and I think I'll have to make it a little bit more prominent, but there are actually roads that are sweeping in between the cities and stuff like that to kind of that was inspired by that bird incident and then i'm gonna have this scene set in the alleyway and and it's set in the future 
and the kid or the guy is going to come from off screen behind a building into the alleyway and then a bunch a flock of birds the moment that he passes the camera a flock of birds are going to go past and then the camera's going to follow the birds three or 180 behind and then the guy is going to park his uh it's kind of it's kind of like a unicycle but like it's a sphere instead of a wheel and then he and then the camera continues to follow him till he goes into the subway and that kind of where the scene ends so it's just really interesting that the that this idea of trying to like create something with like these birds flowing around the camera kind of turned into this hong kong inspired scene and and I, I think it's going to be kind of cool because the, the, the device that the guy is running, that is riding, is kind of like, you know, the bird scooters. <laughs> and so they actually have, like, these charging stations that he'll leave it on and stuff. So that's, that's, that's birds. Dude, that is exciting. <laughs> yeah, you think? <laughs> yeah, no, I think that'll be, I think it'll be cool. I mean, it's intense, cool. so there's a lot there. It could either be very, very short. Or yes. it could be very drawn, you know, long right. and drawn out. I definitely, yeah, I definitely, so I don't think the scene will be drawn out. I want it to because I'm spending so much time and I want people to appreciate it. <laughs> right. There's a <laughs> but, lot of depth, but. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, people make quick second scenes and some people seem to appreciate it for, for just even though it's short. Um, but I mean, I thought about maybe like adding on like, okay, once he, like, I kind of had, like, this idea for uh, his character and kind of, like, who he is. Um, like, what does he want? You know, I thought, you know, since there's all these spacecrafts, like, maybe space travel isn't as easy as it seems. Like, it's not as easy as getting your driver's license. And maybe that's his dream, you know, ever since he was a kid. So now he's going to go to the big city and try to, like, work his way from a small job into buying his own spacecraft. And maybe that could be kind of, like some kind of i don't know video out of it two minute animation something but right so there could be like a continuation yeah yeah and and exactly and and you can have and i was thinking like you can have this complex system of like like i'm still i think i like the idea of having actual driving cars and space vehicles kind of like uh conversing side by side with each other like it's just like a space car is the same thing as a regular car, you know, but, but all this is interesting because it started out with this one moment that happened to me several weeks ago. And now it's got to this point where maybe it's a short film. Maybe it's not. Right. Could, totally could be. Yeah. 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 If I want to, it's just like, ah, oh, the scene, man. <laughs> it's so big. <laughs> I mean, do I want to put that much work into it? <laughs> right. Well, I mean, I guess you could just start it off small, right? And then once you have this like little clip made and stuff like that, you can always right. expand from there. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Uh yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking is just more of like this is um not a proof of concept because it's not long enough, but more of like a this is what the style of the film would be and this is what i want it to feel like and this is what i want it to you know as if this was to be a short film this is how it would feel kind of thing right right yeah that's awesome so yeah, so that's 
<laughs> this is probably plays in a little bit to okay. this just because like it's a research uh piece oh, or something yes. you use for research but okay it's something that you are growing more and more to uh, despise and move away from in any way you can. <laughs> and, and that yeah. that is, which I'm sure you have uh, realized by now, uh, Google and your yes. your distaste for how they drop uh, yes. products that they've created in a sense. Yes, yes. I feel like I've done a lot of talking <laughs> on yes. this episode. Yes. I feel... This uh, is conversation with, with uh, Will. Will. <laughs> Will and Will and Drew. I'm a um, really good listener. I feel <laughs> no, when you, but I'm really like, curious actually. Okay, on, all right. Like if you're if you're yeah if you're cool with me talking you know, more, I'll talk more. Yeah, dude. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I will say, if you can get me on the right prompt, I will not stop talking. But if it's not the right <laughs> prompt, I will not talk. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Uh, But for Google, there is this website, and it is called killedbygoogle.com. I'm going to look it up. Go ahead. It is a list of probably 50 projects, maybe, maybe 50, maybe 30, but it's a list of projects that Google has started and they have killed. And I think the shortest lived project is like six months. And and there's 205. I, oh wait, really? Yeah. So there's 25 oh. apps, 163 wow. services, and then 17 hardware things. Dude, talk about trying to find the right idea. I mean, Google, Google's getting that. Oh, uh, okay. Can you can you write down um, Pixar? Google, wait, Google Play Music isn't a thing anymore. No, no, it's not. So that's all right. That's what I want to talk more about this prompt. Could you do me a favor and write down Pixar ideas and, and the failure? Just you know, write down Pixar failure, and I think that's a really good prompt. If, uh, you don't have to write I don't down. have Actually, a writing don't. device. So okay, don't worry about it. I'll, you're going to have I'll, to open I'll, up I'll your fancy OneNote. And... I know. But, uh, I'll, yeah, I'll do it later. Um, I th- that's something I could talk about. But um, so Google – right, so Google Play Music – is a great example of a service that millions of people loved and cherished and and it had it was a really great deal because you could spend ten dollars a month get google play music just like spotify had all the podcasts you could want and get youtube red with it and have all the benefits that came with youtube red and now google's killing it it's just it, it I'm not so mad. it's not just a, a quick clarification it's not actually sure. dead yet uh it's is going that right? to yeah uh 2021 De- I believe December 2020 so basically oh, close basically 2021 yeah it's gone yeah and 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 that so I've read not many articles but I've just seen like the constant Google is getting rid of their self-driving car I remember that was probably close to six years ago when they stopped doing their self-driving car and i was like huh that's interesting google doesn't think self-driving car can be a thing and then tesla came out with theirs and now it's at the point where it could almost fully self-drive i was like google didn't give it enough time and what they're trying to do is they're trying to find the next 
thing, the next thing that explodes and, and makes them more money than they could ever imagine, you know? And, yeah. And, and so, like, they're trying to find the next Google, <laughs> you know? Google's trying to find the next thing that's going to continue to make money. And, and I've, I mean, there's probably tons of companies out there, but definitely not to the size that Google just starts something and and just won't finish it. And it's very... So basically, I just saw that there's not a lot of reliability to Google. I think if it's making them a lot of money, it's going to be fine. If it's a free service, you should definitely be worried. And and the Google Notes app is what I have probably over like 30 subjects of notes. And then within those subjects, there are more notes. And, and it would be a shame to lose all those. And I have to... And I... And, and I kind of looked around and Evernote has a limit and I don't want to hit that limit. Um, and so the next best thing was OneNote by Microsoft and Microsoft probably kills off a few. Th- oh, actually, Microsoft, oh, Microsoft just killed uh, their streaming service Mixer. And and so and that was only for a year that that went on. But they don't do it as frequently as what Google does, you know? Yeah, I so, feel like Microsoft just doesn't have as good ideas generally. yeah you're probably right like i feel like microsoft has some good products but then solid they try to like they try to do some things and then they just don't catch on like yeah almost all microsoft apps or just the microsoft app store in general still exists Uh but Uh it's terrible It's, it's terrible well that's the thing like like once they found something though it's reliable yeah and but google once once they find something, you know, that like a lot of the stuff that they killed off was stuff that I really think could have like the self-driving car totally could have caught on, but they just didn't see it through, you know? So I, I have to now figure out a way to transfer all of my notes to one note. Uh, but yeah, Google, Google's great. I like their phones and they have some fascinating technology like they're just coming out like the things that they're doing with with their camera technology is so cool and so interesting but if you're if you're relying on them as a free service i would one be concerned about your data two be concerned about reliability and if you don't care about those things then you're good you're good to go (laughs) right i know i have a lot of photos on google photos but oh get off of there man (laughs) <laughs> you know they just they just they started um a google photos printing service and then they canceled it so <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny yeah i would they be had... i would be fairly surprised if they dropped google photos i mean i i, I guess i wouldn't be that surprised but it uh-huh. i feel like it's a fairly integral part to their phone and stuff of that sort so it is i would be but surprised so, if they dropped that here's one. the thing but I would have thought that Google I, Play Music was... <laughs> well, true. Yeah, this is true. I did back up most of them. Like, I think I'm caught up. Oh, okay. I might actually I, have them all backed up onto my... Like, saved onto my computer. Oh, cool. But it was I something use, I used uh-huh. for my cell phone photos for a long time. Because is, my cell phone only had 16 gigs of data or oh, storage. For, <laughs> oh, like, life of yours. <laughs> ever. And so... 
I had to erase all my photos often. So I'd put them on Google Photos so then I could actually still see them. Are you backing up the full res or are you backing up? Because Google has... Full res. The, oh, oh wow. Well, look at you. Um, Google Photos is great. It's so easy. But I use Dropbox. It's $10 a month, 200 or 2 terabytes, <laughs> 2,000 gigabytes of storage. So that's what I use. For free? No, 10 bucks. Okay. 10 bucks a month. That's not bad, though. No. Oh, sorry. It's 11. They changed it. But still, 11 bucks a month for 2 terabytes. And then also, they have um, a video sharing platform. But you upload your video, and then you it's, it's collaboration, basically. You can send it off to whoever you're working with, and they can pause it they could say they can write on the screen and they can leave a note on a certain time frame and a comment and stuff like that which is kind of cool wow that's yeah that is extensive i know if this was a video podcast it would be perfect (laughs) (laughs) right i mean but still that's nice for on an organizational level for us right potentially could be helpful yes what was your other prompts yeah my last one actually we've kind of because you kind of you kind of got both in one, in that okay. uh, the 3D render, I was gonna uh-huh. also loop in like talking about leading lines and stuff like that. <clears throat> Ooh, which, I would love to. I want to hear what you have to say about it. Well, I so it was just kind of like a talking point for the 3D render sure. stuff, really. But yeah, I mean they're they're super important for photography and for video work, and I'm trying to understand video work more and so as i try to understand it more so you just see more and more like what things people use to draw you into a scene um so yeah and so leading lines being huge what does that look like because my idea of leading lines is that they could be super obvious through telephone poles or maybe the railing or they could be super subtle through like maybe the landscape and how it forms and points to something. Right. So like, let's say you have a road that's uh-huh. just disappearing into the distance. Right. That's pretty obvious, I would say. Yeah. But let's say it cuts right through the like middle of the scene, um, uh-huh. starts in the middle, kind of ends at the top and you have a car. Oh, that the horizon. Kinda, yeah. And it kind of just drives through it. Um, Hmm. everything's kind of in, in focus and, Mm -hmm. and you see the car kind of drive through, but then if you, if you like wind it back and you take that same road and you kind of move your scene so that it's driving from one side of the shot to the other. So bottom right corner to the top left corner of the scene. And then as it, as say like the car subject is moving through the scene, your focus is on the beginning of the car and then follows the car through. So then you have like this nice smooth kind of focus transition as you see the car drive off. But then you also have the car moving from one side of the scene to the other. So you have a little bit more of a story. So And it feels more natural to watch it disappear. Okay, because before we started recording, you're talking a little bit about like the transition and using... Yeah, so like... So that's kind of what you're talking about is using basically using uh guiding lines as a transition yeah as, yes yeah absolutely there's an aesthetic side of it of uh-huh. what looks nice but why does it look nice and i think partly it's because it draws you 
like the leading lines, you don't want the leading lines to be the subject. Uh, right. And sometimes they are. Yeah. But generally you want them to be something that is subtle. People might not even realize that they, that it's doing what it's doing, right. but, but you want it to be something that pulls examples. you to your subject. So whatever mm. it is that is uh, moving through your scene or uh, telling the story, you want the leading lines to, to kind of point to that. So like in your scene, you had telephone lines. And so yeah. they could lead down to where you're going to have somebody walk in. But then if you have like mm. a little smaller sub character, like a mouse or something mm. run down a line that mouse is going to catch your eye and then it's following down these natural leading lines that are the mm -hmm. power lines or telephone lines down to where you then have somebody walk into the scene. And so you're kind of moving your audience mm -hmm. and guiding them through the scene instead of just like presenting them with this open space yeah. where they don't know what they're supposed to be looking at. And on the opposite side, as someone that is creating a, a film, you can use that. So if you take your subject and they're like running into the middle of this big city and uh -huh. then you're and you're kind of following them. And then when it gets to that big city, you kind of have that like iconic scene where the camera kind of seems to move just over their shoulder. And when it does, when the. Uh, subject is out of the way you then just are like filled with this massive city scene and you're just mm -hmm. like oh my gosh where do i look it's everywhere yeah. um it just adds this level of like magnitude and chaos and like craziness and that's what you want to you know like as a storyteller that could be something right. that you want to portray as well so, so it's like, it almost sounds like you could yeah because it sounds like you can use it as a um not a plot, but more of like a way to emphasize a specific uh, idea or maybe some or some maybe like a turning point. Because what I'm thinking yeah. is like you could start small, you know, maybe it's just a simple scene in a cafe and you have, you know, the way you can have lights on the walls uh, be kind of directed towards the subject and the way the tables are kind of pointed towards them and then you can have the walk out and and you're still in a small tight close-up shots but everything's still pointing to them and then you can have the the camera turn oh, to like a giant okay no you, you can keep talking sorry okay yeah, that's what um um you can have it end in like them looking up at like this giant skyscraper and it could be like it could almost you know this i could see this being like the end of a film where where it's like it symbolizes how this person came from like humble, uh, poor, you know, start in life to like this rich billionaire, and like uh, it starts, you know, if it, it starts with him in the cafe, and it ends with him looking at this magnificent building that that he has created. So, that, that does that sound like something could be possible? Like starting small and then kind of working to something more chaotic at least for video or is that just dumb? yeah definitely absolutely okay. i mean it, leading lines are just a tool that you can right. use and i think like they can like you're saying 
they can be used to lead you into a scene or out of a scene oh. or maybe simplify one right. or add chaos, you know? So it's like, yeah, you can, yeah. And kind of what you're talking about is keeping a scene really clean and, mm. and simple and then yeah. adding chaos, building this like drama. Maybe mm. you're starting out of a, like far out of a city in, in like a rural, rural area and then you're getting like you're building this tension as they get into this massive city that's full of chaos and and machinery and mm. inner workings of like this metropolis, you know, or something yeah. like that. You so. know, when I think about something starting small and ending in like in like a massive explosion, basically, I think of an actual explosion and like the scene from uh, the newest Star Wars where like. You know when Princess Leia like uh, basically uh, does a kamikaze with the giant spaceship and it like shoots forward and it, into the other spaceships and like for a second it's just really quiet and it goes. Do you, you know what I'm talking yes. about? Yes. Yes. Dude. Absolutely. Dude, that's like like that's such a great uh, example and it's it's and I, that's why I like anime <laughs> so much is because their fighting style, the way that they talk, the way that the camera moves and their the, the action part of it it's all just like starting really small then really massive really small then really massive it's like it's just this push and pull and and, and I, this is this is a not this is a tangent <laughs> but like the 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 idea uh or really the observation that i've noticed is that there is this push and pull to life you know when you're working out really really hard and then when you stop working out, you're, that's when the muscle starts to build. And you work out really, really hard, and then you relax, and then you work out. And then that's just within everything, you know. That, that's in your studies. You study really hard, and then you go to bed. You, you work all day, and then you go to bed. It's like there's this push and pull, this this rhythm that, that there is to life. And if you can figure out how to bring that into your design, whether it's through leading lines or through an explosion i i feel like you can create something beautiful through that yeah i agree absolutely so the Ooh, only man. thing left that i have is along the lines of video actually still and that is that i finally started using nd filters <laughs> <laughs> i i started uh, with norway nice that's awesome. I bought, what, now, what did you do? I bought a big one and then just used threads to make it fit on a smaller lens. Yeah, so that's definitely the way to do it. I actually yeah. haven't gotten one for my DSLR yet. Okay. Uh, I you should have only have only started using them with my drone. So GoPro, and I just got some nice oh, ones that, that stick on top. So. Now, and so now you're getting that motion blur through the GoPro, Yeah, exactly. Right? So now Does it I look can better, smoother. Yeah, definitely. It definitely can see a big difference. Partly All because right. like it allows me to do a number of different things. Like a GoPro is great. You just kind of turn it on and go, right? But if you right. really want go, it to right. look nice, you have to choose your setting. So 24 frames per uh, second. Yeah. Uh, you know whatever it is one. Well, I think it's actually 148 is what I can set it at, but setting your shutter speed, <clears throat> okay. making sure it's double, 
um, double your, your so you, you, right. So you want to do uh, forty eight. Yeah, forty eight. Which generally so. it's fifty, but I think on the yes. GoPro, whatever settings I have, I can actually set it to forty eight. So that's what it's at. Right. Um, right. <clears throat> and then keeping your ISO locked down low. Yep. Um, and so with it being very bright and sunny outside those mm. settings do not all work together and so generally right. it either means right, i have to run at a, a faster frame rate or i have mm. to up my um, shutter speed right and so you know it, it just doesn't look clean it doesn't look like yeah. a polished video so you yeah because i mean the way that i see indie filters as is for that but in um video you know if like on a dslr you would want to have your shutter speed locked in your iso locked in so really what there is to adjust is the aperture and so a lot of times you don't see that cool filmic look and that's why i use a D, uh, nd filter but it's interesting that because the GoPro is locked on the aperture. Right. So Ap- uh, yeah. Aperture. Yeah. Stuck. Speed. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. So, and it's not a variable ND filter. So you, I have to be, you know, you right. have to be I a little that. careful. Um, <laughs> but those if break it's easy super, though. you know, if it's super dark or something like that, but I have four different ones. So I can kind of match them to whatever scene. Uh, okay. Yeah. And, and go with that. But it, yeah, it's definitely nice. And then I'm sh- I'm shooting in uh, 2.7 K, so 2. that's nice. 2.7? That's a weird number. Yeah, 2.7, because <laughs> I didn't want to shoot in 4K. Oh, you know it's funny. Um, there are certain when you so like, I don't know if you ever wondered why resolutions are kind of set to be 1080p, or and they're not like you know, a pixel higher or a pixel lower or something like that, like that. But it's weird, but you know, all, all computers are on ones and zeros. And, and apparently the way that, at least this is for video and photos, but if you go out of that range from 1080p so to Will's 2K to 4K, phone just so if you go in between 1K and 2K I don't know if he knows, to like but he's 1.5K, definitely not talking to me still. It, the computer's not gonna be able to process the image as fast and I, so I it works really bad. well with doubles. Maybe I'll call him on Facebook so and see if we can get it. When him. you have 10K and you double it, you have 2K. When you have 2K, you double it, you have 4K. 4K, you double it, and you have 8K. So if you go in between that, it, it, it gets kind of weird processing it. At least within the CGI realm. This is very it, it gets weird, but I think it should... That I know of, I don't think it should be a problem when you're like video editing and stuff. Did I lose you? I would imagine his phone died. Drew. Did I? Oh, shoot. Oh, technical. What's going on here? Oh, hey, dude. Yo. Did your phone die? No, I don't know what happened. Oh, so strange. (laughs) You called me on Facebook, though. That's weird. Yeah, because I thought your phone died. Uh, oh, <laughs> so I was like, oh. well, maybe he'll answer on his computer. I have no I have, clue what happened. I keep my phone on silent, so ah, I didn't get that. Yeah. Um, 
where was I? Oh yeah, you I were gonna explain no why 1080p is 1080p and not like 1093. <laughs> it's funny because I just did. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, uh, I guess I want to do some editing, but so yes, basically, I, yeah. <laughs> um, at least this is this is actually really cool because I get to think, I got to think more about it. Um, within CGI, at least. And, and I assume editing is similar, but I don't think it matters too much. But when you're working within CGI, there's a specific way. So computers are made of ones and zeros, and they have a certain way of thinking and a th- certain way of computing. And, and they basically work really well within doubles. So if you start out with, let's say, 512 by 512, and then you double that, and then that's 1080 by 1920, and you double that, that's... 2k and then that's 4k so if you go outside of the doubling range it ends up not being able to process as well so it's not as efficient so so within the cgi realm you kind of want to stick within those ranges because your render might not be as fast um within premiere pro or davinci resolve or something like that i don't think it's a big deal i've kind of messed around with it a little bit but i think that really when you're trying to be at most efficient you want to be that way but i i don't think there's i don't think it's too big of a deal huh that's interesting i, I did not yeah that. yeah i didn't either until i saw it in the video um <laughs> do you have any more prompts because it's getting late <laughs> it is getting late yeah so no i mean that was pretty much it just kind of uh now okay. kind of getting into the the indie game on my yeah GoPro, trying to actually Dude, get some footage it can get expensive. <laughs> yeah. If you want it to. But for I sure. No, I don't know if you need to. Because I think I spent $100 on mine. And I haven't noticed any color shift. And I haven't noticed any weird glare. Yeah. So, and did you get a variable? I did. I nice. Did, nice. Which has the potential to break more. but. Right. But then you also have that, that level of. Like it's if nice. you want your aperture set somewhere yeah. as well, like you can yeah. change that. Uh-huh. So exactly. yeah, it's nice. Cool, man. Well, I think we, 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 I, I feel like I talked way too much. <laughs> this, I mean, uh, this is going to be a hefty. Oh, I love it. Podcast, I guess that's I love, for sure. I love listening to long podcasts. Like, I mean, Sometimes I'll listen to like four hour, five hour podcasts. Not a lot, but sometimes. <laughs> yeah, well, have fun. But, have fun editing this. <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna go through. There, there are a few parts I'll have to fix. But yeah, next time, just like virtually slap me on the face if you want me to stop talking, or if you find it interesting, you don't have to. No, I thought it was interesting, so I was, I was I'll just running to, along. I have to think of some. Uh, prompts yeah we'll you. get our note going and we'll figure out some prompts yeah. let's go ahead and end this thing I'm out uh yeah thanks right, for guys. joining everybody yep mm-hmm. listen next time stop, stop listening right now yeah. unless you want to <laughs> be weird and you're still listening if you're listening right now you made it to the end then you're definitely weird and you'll probably not listen to the lie. next like, one also if so you did, i appreciate please, it please subscribe get please please, i mean i feel like at this point like why not you know definitely 
you need to know when we post for sure or, yeah or hey you know maybe you want to surprise every now and then you want to be like did they post yep nope all right yeah and if you want to sponsor us just uh leave a comment or something on, if that's a thing on something i guess uh, i guess we're on soundcloud and apple right yes we need to we need to talk a little bit about, about like the back end and figure out what we're doing <laughs> I, I, I guess the system works for what we got i don't really know yeah any it, other way it puts it up but. on apple and other places <laughs> um I, I need to look into cool. spotify again because i don't know i think it's gotten a lot easier yeah i think you're right they've completely redid everything talk about oh, some cool, cool guys man. yeah yep until this next time. Conversations with Drew.